the holy name of Jesus, amen. I don't think there's anyone stuck behind the tree. Um, yeah, it's a wonderful thing to hear about the visitation. Uh, and I'm, I'm not certain what Mary and Elizabeth thought they were going to be doing with the rest of their lives. Uh, but it changed. I don't know what they wanted to do or what they didn't want to do. Aside from faithfulness, I cannot assume anything about what they wanted to do. But there, the Lord drastically altered the, the course of their lives. Because two women, who should not have been pregnant and should not have become pregnant, did. A young woman engaged but not yet married. She would have not planned to have a child yet. And then an old woman in her childlessness who had given up the hope of motherhood find themselves both pregnant. And I see these two women and the children that they carry, and I wonder how puzzled they must have been. Because this was not in the plans. Did you have plans? Like, was there something that you wanted to get done this year? I'm not completely certain, but I am going to bet that your plans did not really pan out this year. Mine didn't. Things changed. And this year has not gone any way that I thought that it would have. But no one really asked me, did they? So, Mary goes to spend time with her cousin Elizabeth three months. And when she gets near, the baby in Elizabeth's womb leaps for joy. There they are. Two women whose plans have been completely ignored. Two women whose lives have taken drastically different directions than they could have imagined. Mary, of course, will go and raise her son, Jesus. And that is a whole lifetime of adventure for her. And then she'll go on to be cared for by the church, to be remembered as, as blessed forever. Elizabeth will be John the baptizer's mother, and she will receive so much joy from his life. And yet, what must they have been feeling on that day? Probably... Uh, just as much as any pregnant woman, there is some amount of fear around it. But also the joy of a promise that a pregnancy brings. And it's not for the faint of heart. We know that. Uh, it gets difficult and challenging and full of all sorts of strange things. Even if your child is not uh, the son of God, the incarnate deity, the very savior of the world. But... Is that what they set out to do? Is that what they thought would happen to them? Was that the life that they planned on living? My point is that you can plan and you can plan and you can plan. And you can be as strategic as you want about these things. But do not be surprised when the Lord interrupts your plans with something else, with something different, with something better. What was Mary's plan? I don't know. 
whatever it was, she was certainly given something greater than she would have hoped for or planned for. And what's your plan? You need to be okay with those plans falling apart. Do not be anxious about anything. The Lord is at hand. Don't worry about anything. Your plans didn't work out. Well, that's okay. Be prepared to rejoice. It is so easy for us to make an idol out of our success and our goals. They're very convenient idols, especially if they're like kind of pseudo-righteous goals, right? Goals if we have them at all. But what is it that you want? Faithfulness. That's enough. And it will not be ruined. Jesus. Jesus is enough. You cannot go wrong. And in the middle of all of it, whatever happens to you, rejoice. Always. It's amazing. The mere presence of Jesus Christ in Mary's womb was enough to inspire John the Baptist to leap for joy. It's awesome. I mean, think about this. There's two babies, two little babies, and maybe their mothers haven't even uh, felt them yet. They recognize each other, and they're joyful. What else could they be? They're safe. And they're secure there. Everything is taken care of. They have everything that they need. And now they have one another. So he leaps for joy. And the, whole, the whole beginning of, of, of the Gospel of Luke is like this too. It's fantastic. They're just singing all over the place. People are singing left and right. And, and angels are singing. It's, it's awesome. These are probably hymns that existed when Luke was writing the gospel. Everyone was already singing, why do we sing in church? In some places you're not allowed to sing in church. And everyone says, well, well, we can't do that. Of course we sing in church. Why is that? Because it's joyful. Because the Lord has broken into the world in a way that we didn't really expect him as a helpless baby fetus. There he is. That that is how he has come to save the world, through this child, Jesus. So what is it that you need to live a a fulfilled and good life? Jesus. That's it. And you do have Jesus. So you may find yourself leaping and singing for joy, too. Jesus has been given to you as he was given to Mary through your ears, through the preached word, through the sung word, through the spoken word, through the joyful word, through the red word, through the word that is splashed upon you in holy baptism, through the word that is eaten in holy communion. So you leap for joy with John. Little John there. Rejoice always. The salvation of the world has come into the world in this Jesus Christ. So today, maybe just be a baby in the womb of the church. Anything is possible. Look to Jesus.
In looking to him, you can handle anything that comes your way. For everything that comes to you is a gift. Now, when I read this thing in uh, Philippians, that's amazing. Rejoice always. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. What a wonderful thing that would be if people knew the church for being reasonable. And like, those are just the most reasonable people in the world. I like that. But what's the alternative? Rejoice in the Lord always. What do you mean always? Well, you could, you could do the opposite and just perpetually mourn everything. So what do you have to lose? What's the downside? You will have to bear a cross, that is true. And it will be custom-fitted for you, and it'll fit just perfectly. Yes, crosses hurt, but it will be exactly what you need. But there along with you goes the child who inspires rejoicing in heaven and on earth, who himself takes the cross and rises from the dead. That resurrection is the only possibility now that joy has come into the world. So rejoice always. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.